Welcome to Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Josh. With me is Dirtbag Dave and our DFS expert, Finn. He's going to join us the entire show and shit talk all of Viking Dave's picks like he did last week. Last week was awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it went so well, Dave decided not even to build a DFS line this week, so I wouldn't shit talk DFS There's no line. point. I'm not wasting my time. <laughs> The entire Sunday, I'm watching the games with Davey, and I'm like, oh, Hollywood Brown is doing nothing. And I'm like, we're just, you know, trashing Dave behind his back with our, you know, I'm sorry, Dave. It was just. Why do you mention Hollywood Brown? What did I say about him? Because you were like, you got to start him this week. I think he's really good. And Finn's like, you have to start him every week. He's really good. It doesn't mean he's going to have a great week every week. You sound stupid. You sound stupid. No, you sound stupid. Because Finn had a legit point of going, well, uh, this guy over here in Los Angeles has been shutting these number ones down. Are you talking about DFS? And yes, that's yes. different. That's completely different. Okay, then. Yeah. I don't remember anything. You do not remember. You're like, no, I don't. Like, no, you he just played, he played my lineup last week and smashed. It's fine. Yeah, that's all I needed. <laughs> Look, yeah. I no, he was, he was 100% right. I'm not debating that. I'm telling you, like, in normal drafts, yeah, yes, you should start him every single week. He's an every week starter. As you should know by now, Finn, when I get something wrong, this guy goes in every chat and just shit talks me. I just let it go. I, I let it go. When I, when I see it, when first I, when, a couple weeks ago, I didn't need to. <laughs> <laughs> when when I see him face to face in this computer screen, I got a job. That's when I I'm a man. All right, I come at you. I don't just hide behind my little Twitter fingers. Right? You're such an idiot. <laughs> You're not so stupid. <laughs> All right, we're going to give us our starts and sits of the week. Uh, Davey's not here. Davey said he's taking every Wednesday off for the rest of the year. There he oh, is. Oh, right cool. Here. Yeah. I like so, because uh, he, you know, he works hard Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays. So, yeah, he's busy. Our, he's very, very busy. And plus, what well, his wife just wants him off TV. She comes in every single time. It's, it's a sign. It's like, <laughs> wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap She's it like, up. get the fuck out of here. Let's go. <laughs> All right, Dave. Let's cut right into it. Your start of the week. Are you going to go, uh, which one should I go with? The I receiver? Know, because they're, they're both really good. I know. I like them both. I'm going to go with Mooney. I'm going to go with Mooney because he's the, he's the number one there. Apparently, Fields loves him. He hates Allen Robinson. Uh, he's the big play guy. Uh, the, we know the Bucks secondary isn't great. Uh, they did pretty well last week. Um, I think Mooney gets a couple big shots, and that's all, that's all you need. Um, I'll be, this is what I want to say first. Uh, this week, start everyone because there's so many guys on bye weeks. If you have a guy who's decent, just start him <laughs> because there's so many guys out. I hate it. It's it's a shit show this week. So so here here's the thing with this week, and we all know this. Um, so the running backs, the running back number two, three, four, and eight are on bye this week. The two, three, four, and eight. That's crazy. Uh, I heard more than that, like like the nine, like the twelve, like well, just so I, many. I, I know. I just I just named some key guys and receivers. The two, seven, and ten. I know the quarterbacks. The two, seven, and ten on by. Like you have to start. Like I'm starting Felton. I'm pretty sure you're starting Felton somewhere. Yeah, I'm starting him in the league. Yeah, I am. That's how I'm bad sure. it is. It, it's really, really bad. So you have to start someone. I picked Ooh. up that Patterson guy from Washington in case Gibson's out. Like I mean, I promise you. I promise you. I've never heard of him in my life. And I was like, You've heard Oops. Of him. No, I've never heard. It's from Buffalo. He ran quarter. for like 350 yards. He was all over Sports Center one. Like you've heard, you know who he is. Really? Yeah, he went to I, Buffalo. I he was a stud running back, and he ran for like 350 yards one week. And like, oh, in a college game? Yeah, and like seven touchdowns. Uh, some, some insane. I probably, heard, I probably saw the highlights, but I yeah. never. I don't know who he is. I yeah. I was like, who is this guy? And why do I need to? I think no I actually saw him on TV somewhere. No and I'm like, who is him? Yeah. As someone's as like, he's the <laughs> Buffalo running back. Who everyone's like, oh, that guy. I saw that on Sports Center. Nice. 
So uh, yeah, it's, it's rough out there. <clears throat> to add to Mooney, he's getting 27% of the target share over Robinson's 25%. I mean, it's slight, but it's a little bit more. Uh, you know, Richard Sherman just hit IR. Uh, Carlton Davis isn't eligible to return until week eight. And nobody knows about Sean Mur- Monty, or Murphy Bunting. It seems like they're just starting a bunch of public deli workers back They're there. so lucky they got Brady right now because that team would not win a game without him. It's ridiculous. I but definitely, that's all you need, I guess, agree. right? All you need is Tom Brady. <clears throat> All right, let's go to my start of the week. Um, let's, talk, let's talk about the Bucks. A guy I was wrong about. A guy I am eating a lot of. Crow. I'm full on crow because Leonard Fournette is it my guy. Been, yeah. <laughs> he's been super amazing this year, and I hate it. I really, 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 so, really. Keep, never mind. I'll let you finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want you to see. If, uh, just say what you're gonna say. I told you in the preseason. I said if you have, look at what Fournette is. He's a high draft pick. He's way more talented than Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones looks like, okay, like, I know he had, like, I guess he averaged, like, five yards per carry. So, like, he's not a complete bum, but we, Fournette has the pedigree of the past. Look at what he did in the playoffs. When he got the chance, he was amazing. He, with our fantasy leagues that we had in the playoffs, he won guys' leagues. Like, he was so good. He was getting 20 points every single week. I said exactly what it was. If he gets the chance and he gets the job in that offense, he's going to blow up. He's doing even, I'm not going to lie, he's doing way better than I, even I thought. He's just so good. Ronald Jones is so average. This is all it took. Think about it. All it took was one fumble to get him gone. He's not even seeing the field except for mop up time now. He's so bad, and I, I just, I had no interest in that guy. And I just know Fournette's just a better player. So, so do you think it's Fournette's like opportunity? You think he's a good player? Like I watch the game. I don't think he's doing anything more than like is blocked or the, is there. Um, but he's getting the ball a million times a game. So I think yeah. it's I think it's a little bit of both. I do think he's more talented. Not that I, I think he's a little bit more talented, but I also think he's you're doing more with the opportunities he's getting. So when he does get a chance, he's not like shitting all over himself like Ronald Jones has been doing. You know Dude, what I mean? Someone, like someone in one of my biggest leagues <laughs> traded Chubb for Fournette and Antonio Brown, and like everyone league was like, "What the hell are you doing?" Because this guy like was st- the guy that had Chubb was stacked, and then all of a sudden like. Chubb immediately goes uh, to miss two games, and then Antonio Brown <laughs> Fournette just smashed last week. We're like, oh, okay, maybe this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's more opportunity than talent on my end. Because when I when I watch I him run, man, when I watch him run, he gets that ball. He's like slow and plodding, and he doesn't I really agree. make good moves. But it's I do agree with that. He has more targets than Alvin Kamara on the season. Um, he's fifth in targets at running back position. When Tom Brady's on the field, he's just gonna dump it off to Fournette instead of going down the field. If, if the guy's open, of course, we've seen that. He's not gonna force it. He knows how to make the smart play, get those easy five, six yards that Fournette's gonna give you on the like. The guy's catching passes, and that's why he's like what running back fourteen on the year. That's why Crazy. it's the opportunity, and then it's the catching the ball. And that's happened, all it is. That happened even with the Patriots, right? Like you look at those guys who started the Patriots, went elsewhere, and stunk. But then, like, you got Randy Moss, who were awesome, and then became, like, transcendent when they played with Tom Brady. He just – everyone plays their best version of themselves with Tom Brady. It's crazy. Yep, That's I agree. So that's why I'm going Leonard Fournette. They're going to get up big and maybe run him down their throats. <clears throat> I, I remember – you know, I agree about Fournette, what you're saying. Like, he's, like – he doesn't look special. I give I agree with that completely. Uh, and I remember he's saying, thinking the same thing in college because I remember it was a Dalvin Cook versus Leonard Fournette thing. And I'm, like – and I know I'm, like, a little bit of a homer because I, like – Florida State, but you can see the, the difference. Like they're just they're to me they were two completely different players. And I saw Fournette was just a bigger, stronger, faster guy than everybody else on the field, which is it's happened sometimes where he's just a beast. 
which is like Derrick Henry of the NFL right now. And then there was Cook, who was like making plays. Like the guy is special. There's a difference. I always thought he was just a better player. And I agree. You're right. Fournette's not nothing special, but I just think I, – I, I think what it is is I just hate Ronald Jones. I don't think he's anything good at all. That's probably what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. And, uh, I, and why I was so down on Fournette going to the Bucks in the first place is because when the Jaguars cut you and they want nothing to do with you, the Jaguars – Yeah, but that was personal. I know. That was I personal. That. I understand <clears throat> that. But then, then I hear reports – you heard the reports too, Dave, where Fournette wasn't even making the team. He was looking terrible in training camp. He was out of shape. Like, we heard it all. We live here. We heard it all. Mouse cost, too, all. right? Because he was, like, in the fifth year of his rookie deal. Right? I mean, if I recall, he wasn't cheap. Like, letting him go was a uh... – uh, It was, like, I think it was the last year of his rookie deal. Because, yeah, he just re-signed this offseason. So, so, yeah, like, the what, fifth year. Cause yeah, the fifth, the fifth is usually a pretty big number for running backs. So, um, yeah, I don't know if they got him off waivers. They had to re-sign. I don't know how that worked. But, um, no, you're right. You're 100% right. I, um, I'm telling you, I think, I think it's my bias against Ronald Jones. He just looks like – even worse, like just so average to me. I don't know. He doesn't do anything good. I don't. Know. That's probably what my hate of uh, is more than my love for Fournette. <clears throat> so it is what it is. <laughs> Let's move on <laughs> to our sits while Davey's talking shit in the chat. What's he saying? What's yeah. that idiot saying? He's saying <clears throat> Josh looks like he has a lives in an actual house because <laughs> I have a picture behind me now. <laughs> oh, is that your uh, Stanley Cup thing? Hell yeah! Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Pretty That's cool. awesome. Right, give me your sit of the week. Uh, I'm going Sam Darnold. Um, he's been complete shit since CMC has went out, and I think after watching him last week, and I remember, <laughs> I remember regretting my start of the week last last week. As soon as I started thinking about it, looking at the numbers, I was like, "This is a mistake," and it was terrible. He had, I remember, I had him in my lineup last week because I had to. And um, he had like 0.8 points for me in the fourth quarter of that game. Until that last drive, they went somehow 97 yards. They couldn't do it all game, but he went 97 yards in the last drive of the game. Um, he had like less than a point. It was ridiculous. He looked bad. I will say they dropped a lot of balls. I don't think I've seen a team drop that many balls in a long time. More dropped balls. Robbie Anderson dropped at least three or four or five balls. I don't remember. It was so bad. Um, so that wasn't helping him, but I think, uh, I think he's an okay player, but I think CMC makes that team go. I think that's pretty obvious after the last couple of years. So, so is Dave Kessler. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's what I think about Darnold. I'm not starting him unless I really have to, but, uh, isn't he, I think they're playing, are they playing Philly this week? The Giants. The Giants, that's right. So I don't hate the matchup. I just don't like the player. And and he's been on a, a spiral and until he gets back in his groove and until CMC comes back. I just want to wait. I don't want to start him right now. Um, to add to that, Sam Darnold has been, absolute, as you said, absolutely nothing. The only two <clears> weeks <throat> where he was a top five quarterback is when he had the four rushing touchdowns. So it was more of a you know, mirage than it was reality, perhaps. 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 All right, let's get in my state of the week. Um, this one was tough for me because there's two players that I love, um, and I'm just going to give you both, Antonio Gibson or Rondell Moore. I don't know which one I love more at this moment. I don't know which one I hate more at this moment because they're both not producing. So I'm going to go ahead and go Antonio Gibson against Green Bay. 
You can't. Shit. But I'll allow it. Go ahead. You, well, that's the point. You can't sit him. I know. I know. You, I know you just don't expect him. much. You I just don't expect saying. much with a that's shit That's why injury. I'm not gonna get onto you right now for this. <laughs> Trust me. Dude, I know. I know. I know it's rough <laughs> out there, but uh, man, he's not producing much at all. Uh, the shin injury is real, and I think they're gonna be down in this game. And this defense, like you said, it has not looked good at all. Um, JD McKissick has been getting a lot more rushes and a lot more targets than we all thought was happening i thought Way for sure more. i thought for sure gibson was going to take over this offense obviously i said it all off season and i think a lot of us did and the fact of the matter is is gibson's not playing more than 50 percent of the snaps you know it's, it's that dead even split i looked at the numbers before we came on here and especially with this like i said with this injury i don't <sighs> he had four points last week man he crushed a lot of players and um he crushed a lot of teams, a lot of my teams. And this might be personal, but I don't see it happening against Green Bay. <laughs> I just don't. I don't blame you. I mean, I don't even know what to think of him. I traded him to you last week. Thank God. I don't want him anymore. I got him only like one other league. It's it's the basic bitches league that I my team stacked, so it's whatever. Gibson's but, only Gibson hasn't uh, seen more than sixty percent of the snap share since week two. Since I think week I saw two. a stat that he has only been a top twelve running back like once this year, I think. Like he's oh, just, he scored, two weeks ago, he scored those two touchdowns. Yeah, he hasn't, him. yeah, yeah. He hasn't done anything, so I don't know. It sucks for him. I mean, he's he's an RB two right now, and that's it. And honestly, I saw there's a lot. I was looking at because someone posted like top. He was RB thirty something this week. The RB nineteen. He hasn't even had all that many RB twos weeks. Like he's been, he's probably a yeah touchdown dependent RB two because he's not two weeks ago when he was down twelve. Good. Take with two touchdowns, he did nothing. Yeah, he's, he's a touchdown been look good. irrelevant. It's crazy. That's exactly what Dave wrote in this article: is he's more of a touchdown upside running back in RB two at best. It's, it's crazy that McKissick. Wrote. If he would honestly, McKissick's doing well. I saw last week he had like over hundred total yards and like eight catches. That should be McKissick. I mean Gibson plus what he's doing now. Like he could do the whole thing, but I mean I guess it's the NFL nowadays. Unless you're like. Derrick Henry or, you know, one of these monsters, they're not getting all the work. That's how it is. There was this, there was this one game where mm. I, maybe it was the two-touchdown game where Gibson caught like a freaking 70-yard 70 70 yard screen. Like, <clears throat> that was kind of fluky. And, like, if he didn't have that, then what are we saying uh, about Antonio Gibson right now? Yeah. <sighs> it's rough. rough out there. It's rough out there in the streets. It is. Whoa, Davey. Davey throwing in a FanDuel lineup in the middle of the show there. All right. Whoa, whoa. Is he? All right, all right. I missed <laughs> it. Look at that. He is clutch, Dave. This is a professional I'm dealing with here. <laughs> I'm dealing with awesome Davey. Well, then why awesome. is he not out here then? Why is he Why is he watching us? Why is he got far? <laughs> you know, you know I didn't send him the link. Maybe the I man behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's pushing all the buttons. Tonight. Let's get to DFS. Uh, I know, Dave, you did not fill out a lineup for either. I filled out a uh, FanDuel lineup, and I texted you guys. I'm like, guys, this – this week's rough for me. I don't. I don't know what to do. Uh, Finn, you started it off with the wow tweet or, or text yeah. to us, and I saw it right away. I said, "Well, Pat- Patterson, eight thousand. But then I'm like, he could he two times that every single week. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little it, it's too rich for my blood on Fanduel because it's half point PPR and a lot of his uh, it's been more receiving production. Um, so yeah, I mean, who's a Dave has said like uh, you make him eight thousand dollar running back doesn't look that crazy. Eight thousand dollar wide receiver, he looks significantly overpriced, and that's true. Yeah, that was my question. That. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna, that's that's true, but 
That's not where I went. Is he Man. dual eligible on those sites? I don't. I haven't. I didn't look. Yeah, he is. Okay, that's probably yeah. he's got to be it then, right? Like that's got to be the reason he's at that price. Yeah, I mean they have algorithms that run all this stuff, and like eventually it catches up, and that's why you see some guys like if someone blows up a Monday night, their price isn't reflective of that. Like when Lamar Jackson last week, his price didn't reflect the fact that he had a fifty point bomb on that Monday night um, because the algorithms just hadn't you know caught up to it yet. So. Um, but then you kind of get the gift of like, oh crap, okay, Lamar didn't play that well last year, last week. So then the algorithm kind of balances that out, and you know his pricing really changed. So yeah, no, I, I you're right. He hasn't done anything to, ju- to not justify the eight thousand dollars. But like you know, he, he's just one of those guys. I think everyone's just waiting for the wheels to fall off. And in a cash yeah. game, I don't want to be owning him the week the wheels fall off. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, you remember we go for a high floor with some upside? I feel like his floor is pretty good because they're using him all over the field with the rushing attempts, receptions. Like, he's getting a lot of work he's for been, when he's, he's in the game. I know. Yeah, I know. he's been very touchdown dependent. Like, his, his touchdowns per like, uh, touch are insane. I mean, it's like he's Alvin Kamara 2.0. If you believe he's Alvin Kamara 2.0, then yeah, $8,000 is a freaking steal. But I'm not sure any of us are willing to say he's Alvin Kamara 2.0, especially – they're going to be full health this week. They got Gage back. They got Ridley back. Pitts finally put up a monster game. Mike Davis hasn't sucked. Like, you know, I mean, he's not been good, but he hasn't sucked. Like, Mike Davis is yeah. what you, you, you brought him in to be. Guys getting yeah. 12 points a game and just kind of, like, moving the sticks and falling into the end zone. Um, yeah, again, I, I would be I, – I, I'll put you this way. Um, and I could be an idiot because this is recorded for all to see. I will take the <laughs> under on Cordello Patterson being $8,000. You know, I'll take the under on that next week. Okay. Um, I just want to add though. Last week, we Dave's like, yeah, he is getting more involved. Last week, when he did, well, two weeks ago, right? Uh, when <clears> they were in London, he only got sixty percent of the snap share, which you thought would be a little, a little bit more when they were missing Gage, they were missing Ridley, they were missing like everyone. He still only got sixty percent of the snap. But that was more than what he was only getting thir- like thirty or five or thirty yeah, or forty yeah, it's, it's something. Yeah. So, so. My, my thing is, when Ridley comes back and now Gage is there, is his, is he going to remain at that thirty three percent? Play range I feel like where... he's better than Gage at this point. He's proven that he's a weapon, which is what he is. Um, but we'll see. I guess what we'll, you know. We'll see. Who, yeah. who knows? At this yeah, point. But it's just it's just yes, yeah, the weapon versus like Gage is going to be an outside receiver. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like, so he's going to have every week. So yeah, yeah we spent I... way too much time on CPAT on a guy who will not be in any of our lineups this week. Um, <laughs> Do you think? I'll just say like last week. You know, we always like to you know take our highlights and our lowlights. Um, you know, me, me and Davey, or Dave smashed uh, Smash FanDuel last week. Um, Killed it. Yeah. I mean, well, so did Josh. Yeah, Josh yeah. did too. Josh deviated from us a little bit. Um, but I mean, yeah, Lamar Jackson, I think, was the easy one. Uh, I know we were talking Heineke, and God, thank God we avoided that bomb. But like, there was just so much value at the. Um, at the running back position with uh, Williams from Kansas City, Herbert from Chicago, Hunt from uh, Cleveland. And the thing we were talking about, like, even though Hunt kind of sucked, like he was so highly owned, it didn't matter. Like when we talked yeah. about that that first episode, eating the chalk. Okay, like Kareem Hunt. If Kareem Hunt went off, you didn't know him. You're screwed. Last week, Kareem Hunt doesn't go off, but he's so highly owned, it doesn't matter. Like, uh, you know, and again, that's what we talk about being smart when you play because Kareem Hunt didn't kill you last week, even though he he killed. You know, he didn't kill it on the field. So, really good week on FanDuel. Um, DraftKings was just a good week. I wouldn't say great week. You know, made a little money. Didn't um, you know? Didn't fully double up. Um, to play a, a lot of the similar. Instead of like um, D Williams, I played Daryl Henderson. Just a pricing kind of thing over there. Uh, L Jackson still the quarterback. Um, 
really punted wide receiver, and that kind of hurt me last week. Um, Jacoby Myers, Higgins, and Shepard. I mean, Shepard balled out. Uh, Myers was decently owned, but like Higgins, I, man. Yeah, I tried to go up for Plus. Travis Kelsey. Should have gone to freaking uh, Seals Jones again. I was talking up Seals Jones the entire yeah, time. Yeah, he killed last it. Week. Killed it again. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, and then your Vikings, you know, hey, at 2,900 giving me nine points, 3X, so I'll take that. Dude, so, they're, yeah, ki- I mean, they're killing – they're crushing sacks right now. I think yeah, they're in the are. league, so they really they're, they're a good play as for a cheap play for sure. Yeah, so, no, last week was a good week. I mean, like, we, we crushed FanDuel um, and, uh, you know, decent week on DraftKings. So, excited to get after this week. Yeah, super excited. Yeah, we deviate – what do we deviate on? Quarterback? I think I ran with Herbert. You ran with Jackson. Yeah, and honestly, that should have hurt you way more than uh, it did. <laughs> like <laughs> and only in terms of like if you'd have told me Hurt was gonna play that big of a that big of a clunker, I would have been like, Oh man, we we absolutely smashed you. But then L Jacks threw up just equal clunker. So <laughs> I think um, we both scored over 130. You said 140 and I scored 139, I want to say. Yeah, we were 143.28. There we go. That's the that's the pay line right there. That's what we want to get. Yeah. Um, so let's break down this FanDuel lineup. I have a FanDuel, I don't have a DraftKings because I I'm t- I retired after the last time I tried. I guess it was not a it was not a Tony Pollard Tony Pollard week. So, it was in okay. fact not a Tony Pollard week. Uh, okay. Hey, and by the way, I think it was you, Finn. Uh, my opponent, in my redraft league, switched Ricky Seals Jones at the very last second. And he just destroyed me. And the player I played isn't that very smart. His name is Zach Blobner. He's wow, one of the worst you players I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and he started Ricky Seals Jones against me last second, and it really fucked me up. So, I mean, hey, hey, we're all you know. Should have played started. in DFS. It's like hedging your bets, you know. Then all of a sudden, Ricky Seals Jones, you lose that, but then you win money in DFS. But, so I'm just gonna say, people are actually learning and listening. So it's nice, you know, that people are learning and beating me with my, my own tricks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let's start at quarterback on Fanduel. I went ahead and went Aaron Rodgers at 7900 against Washington. I think they've given up a ton of yards. I think Rodgers is just gonna come out sling sling. He not only owns the Bears, he's gonna own Washington this week. Uh, him and Devontae Adams. That's going to be a nice stack, I think, this week. Although, I don't think I have Adams in my lineup this week. Yeah, I, um, so I'm going all the way up to Mahomes this week. Uh, most expensive on there going against Tennessee. Um, I, you know, I think Mahomes, he's been great, I mean, but he hasn't been Mahomes yet. He's been turning the ball over a lot. I think this is a really good get-right uh, kind of position against that pretty crummy pass defense. Um I got Kyler Murray in there. You know, it's funny. Kyler Murray, he's still producing, but, like, I've read a stat that, like, his rushing production is like, fall, fall off a cliff, but he's become so much better of a passer that he's more than made up for all of his rushing production, which is an insane compliment to him as a uh, passer because that rushing production was real. And you have to score way – you have to throw the ball a lot more in order to make up that rushing production, and he's done that so far. So, yeah, I got Kyler in there. Aaron Rodgers is my third quarterback. Um, if I'm punting position this week, I'm probably going on to Matt Ryan, $7,300 Atlanta. There's no real, like super cheap, um, super cheap guy this week. So yeah, I mean, uh, I'm Mahomes is my guy right now. Um, okay. again, FanDuel is a little loose this week, especially on that r- r- running back, um, pricing, which we're going to talk about in a second. Like it's, it's, it's pretty loose. So I'm able to get in some studs, uh, outside, you know, of the running back. I'm curious where you went running back. I think this week, um, cause you, you know, I think we're going to be way off. We're already off on quarterback. Um, I, I, I'm say, you know how you said you said privately. This is where the pros like clean up because this is when things get real and trends happen. And I think 
this is why I'm not a professional. Like my lineup was like wild. So I went Daryl Williams at 6,700 against Tennessee. It's cheap. Then I went yep. Daryl Henderson, 8,000 against Detroit. Um, Henderson's been solid. Me, me and Dave were like, dude, who was that player? I love you, yeah, who was that player you didn't want to trade for? You're like, hey, would you like Henderson or this player the rest of the way? And I'm like, dude, the other player. You're like, but Henderson's a freaking stud, like 17, 16, 19 points a week. Yeah, I told you that. Yeah, when I was trying to trade the other day, I'm texting him and I'm like, dude, have you looked at his numbers? Like every week, he's putting up like he's killing it. He's catching the ball, he's scoring touchdowns. The Rams offense is flying high. He's doing really well. Especially against this Detroit defense, they look in shambles. Um, I'm curious to see your two running backs. So I, I completely punted running back. Um, and one of them I'm putting in there right now, and this is probably going to change. I actually got Miles Sanders in there as one of my running backs. Gross. 5,900 5, against <laughs> uh, Las Vegas. They finally figured something out. Like They were getting their butts kicked by the Bucks last week, and then all of a sudden they like started handing the ball off to Miles and it opened things up. Instead of, instead of letting Jalen Hurts play hero ball, they decided to, hey, let, why don't we actually try and set up the pass and like maybe get some play action and maybe you know, we know mm-hmm. that Jalen Hurts is going to keep the ball every single time they do a run pass, you know, or, or, uh, a, an option play. Like, it, yeah, for me again, gross. And this is the area where you might see me um, change. But the Raiders are a good opponent for running backs. Um, Fifty nine hundred dollars for what I think could be a get right, given what he did last week. Um, I'm on board with that. And I actually went with Devontae Booker. Again, obviously, that's dependent upon Saquon. We haven't really got any news. I know he hasn't practiced, but uh, Saquon has a freak. And, like, Dr. Chow came out and said this could only be, like, just a one-week injury, um, you know, versus others saying two to four. So, obviously, that Devontae Booker is uh, highly dependent upon um, on Saquon sitting. But I like Fournette again. It's 7,000. Again, like, you know, opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. doesn't look great with it, but it's opportunity. I like Henderson, but like eight thousand, like I don't know. That's just that, that's creeping up there with the uh, the elites there. Uh, I'm trying to like Josh Jacobs. I kind of like Josh Jacobs again because he's been way more involved in the passing game at sixty nine hundred. Um, and then yeah, Daryl mm-hmm. Williams at sixty seven hundred. Um, but yeah, I mean, because if you do that with Mahomes and, and Daryl, you're kind of locking up every Chiefs point against Tennessee. So. I like all those. And then the last guy who I like who's going to be actually currently my flex is actually um, uh, Elijah Mitchell. Um, he's back. He's cheap, $5,800. Um, and he seemed to got he got almost all the carries and uh, touches the last week or two weeks ago before the buy. So, um, yeah, super cheap. And again, you'll see where I spend the money. Obviously, I'm going to have some pretty baller ass uh, nice. wide receivers and tight ends. So, you know, uh, I look. I looked at Mitchell as well, and he was on my list. I'm like, gosh, I put him in, but I don't really trust that offense. I don't trust what's going on there. So my flex running back, I went Joe Mixon against Baltimore. Um, so, yeah, you paid up a running back this week. Yes, I did. I paid up for running back because I found some good options at receiver. Like, I think one of them super cheap. And we can get to that one later if you want, or right now if you want to. Go for so, it. I went Brandon Cook, 6,500 against Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have to score points. I went Terry McLaurin against Green Bay. Again, same concept. He's only 7,200. They have to score points. Like you would think it's going to be a get right game for Terry McLaurin. And then I went Jalen Waddle, 5,900 against Atlanta. He's just a target machine. He's just the guy in the red zone that Tua loves. I thought Gasecki was going to be that guy, that big body, but he really likes to find Waddle on the flats and let Waddle make a play. And if you're giving me 13 targets with Jalen Waddle and you know in the and some in the red zone, 5,900 is a steal. Yeah, no, I, I honestly I don't like I don't hate any of those plays. Um, I have they all kind of like made my short list. Um, 
you know, I just, yeah, McLaurin uh, against Green Bay. I think Alexander's out again. So that could be a uh, another, you know, really nice get right get right spot. Jalen Waddle, 5,900. Uh, Brandon Cooks, I mean, they're going to be playing from behind. And Brandon Cooks is still just getting force-fed targets. So, no, I, I honestly don't hate any of those plays. I mean, for me, I actually got the big two. I got um, Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams. So I spent up big at, at wide receiver. Um, I just think both those guys, like, they could be slate breakers this week. Um, you know, a lot of the, the expensive running backs, I'm not I'm not seeing a, a path for them to be a slate breaker. Um, but I can be like Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. Like I can be those are the two players on this slate where I look, I'm like, man, those are probably the two I could regret not having in my lineup the most. Um so yeah, that's sort of, and then I got Jacoby Myers. I'm going back to Jacoby, Jacoby Myers well, almost scored his touchdown last week, still didn't get it. <laughs> But fifty seven hundred dollars for a guy who's leading the team in targets and like Mac Jones looks look decent like he's a competent NFL quarterback. Um, so just keep giving me the leading target guy for a competent NFL offense and I'll at fifty seven hundred dollars all day every day. Yeah. Hey Dave, as a football fan, do you want to see the streak of Myers not scoring go go on forever? Man, let's like you score such. You got a two point conversion. He's getting closer. <laughs> he <laughs> like did. He got in the end zone. <laughs> Yeah, he just didn't score a touchdown yet. Well, he did score a touchdown, but they called it back for, I think. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh. Did you see that, Finn, that he scored his touchdown, but they called it back for holding? I think it was holding. And I'm like, oh, cool. The streak continues. I like this Give, streak. No, nah, man, let that man score. <laughs> Dude, I think I screwed us up, actually. Elijah Mitchell isn't even on the main slate. I'm an idiot. I had, I, I was looking really? at my lineup for the um, the all the whole entire weekend, not the uh, main slate. So okay. sub, sub out Elijah Mitchell. Sorry for the uh, folks following along at home. But Liza Mitchell's pretty damn good. Yes. Um, let's go to tight end real quick. I I spin up with Darren Waller, 6,800 against Philadelphia. Just because I filled out everyone else, and I think tight end was my last position, and I ended up with Kaseki. I'm like, let me go fix my lineup somewhere else, and then I s- swapped in Waddle. I don't know which one I did because I did this earlier in the week. It was probably mm-hmm. my pivot down to Waddle. Honestly, mm-hmm. it was probably another receiver, and I went down to Waddle. I really want Waller. I, I, you know, I love my tight ends, and I want those volume tight ends. I don't want to pray for a touchdown. Yeah, he's sixty hundred. I mean, that's that's low for a guy like him, especially with Kelsey at eighty two hundred. Because like, I like Goddard, uh, but he's fifteen hundred dollars. That's nine hundred dollars. It's not a big delta, you know, between a guy like Goddard. But again, Goddard could very well be like a Waller, just be a target hog. Um, you know, with uh, Ertz being gone there. But you got Pitts at like sixty one hundred, like a second at six, like you know, and you got Mark Andrews at seventy five hundred dollars versus Waller sixty eight hundred. I mean, yeah, I, Waller's uh, Waller's pretty easily my guy right now, um, you know, in, in that lineup. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'm not going to hate you if you play Goddard. I'm not going to hate you if you play Andrews, um, Ertz. I kind of like because Max Williams looked like a competent like tight end when he was there and i think Ertz is probably better um but i'd rather just kind of wait for him to get indoctrinated to the offense a little bit more before i, I go to that well but yeah you know, i mean, see it before you go for it i get it yeah i mean i, I like the I, I like the situation obviously love the offense uh tight ends are being used there uh murray spreading the ball around if i somehow were to go to murray as my cash game quarterback i might be more inclined to throw something like Ertz in there and just get cheap a, a cheap stack there but um, right now with Mahomes, I kind of like the Mahomes Hill stack. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll keep Waller in there. That's a pretty good stack. Okay, defense, since I had, I spent most money as I could. New York Giants, 3,600 against Carolina. Sam Donald's thrown six interceptions in the past three weeks. That team can't catch a ball. I mean, 
I mean, the Giants aren't, they're not great, but they can create turnovers with Sam Darnold. I like that a lot. Um, I, I really like that a lot. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the Giants, uh, another one, Green Bay against Washington. Again, like Washington just looks incompetent, but that's another 4,100. I mean, you know, my rule is cheap as possible um, while being playable. Um, so, yeah, I, I like that New York Giants call a lot. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now as well. You're with the Giants as well? That's I'm with cool. the Giants as well. So I think we lined up on Waller and the Giants. Other than that, we're like worlds apart. Pretty far apart. So, uh, no, I mean, like this is one of those slates we talked about where, um, you know, there there isn't – like you can't cram in a million studs. Um, and we talked – I don't particularly love those kind of slates just because it's hard to maximize your value because you could be a 1v1 off of like, you know, really crushing or usually more of like a two V two. So um, this is one where like, you're gonna have to pick your spots. Like I went Waller, or I'm sorry. I mean, Waller's not even that expensive. I went Tyreek and, and uh, Devante and had to punt elsewhere, um, you know, and, and expensive quarterback and had to punt elsewhere. So, um, you know, I, these are those slates I kind of like, and I guarantee you my lineup will end up looking very, very different from the one I just told you. It always does, man. We always do some changes. Uh, let's go to DraftKings. I, like I said, I did not fill out a lineup, but if you want to walk us through yours and we can comment. And I mean, I, I like to know the, the price differences, man, because I don't really compare the two. Um, Between the you know two? I mean? Yeah, I don't really, because I don't really don't mess around with DraftKings as much as I should. I, I just stick to FanDuel because I'm doing really well. And yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to go, well, I'm crushing, I'm cashing every week in FanDuel. Let me go mess with DraftKings. I'm not there yet. I'm going to stick with my one provider. It's a diversification of risk, honestly. It's a di- different people, different games. Um, yeah, yeah I, for me, I would I would encourage you to do that. Just diversify the risk, like um, <clears throat> if for nothing else. And it's PPR, so you get the bonuses for, uh, you know, the, the 100 yards. So there is a different enough scoring to, uh, to make it worth your while. Um, way more tournaments, if you like to play tournaments, especially single, single entry, which I like to do with my cash lineups. Way more of that on DraftKings than there is on FanDuel. Um, but yeah, it's funny. Like if you know, if I have time to, <clears throat> excuse me, if I have uh, a little bit of time to spare, I find myself tinkering more with my FanDuel lineups than I do with my DraftKings. So I don't know. I mean, it's, when I had that really big year, my first really big year, um, it most of it came on FanDuel, and so I, th- I think I always just kind of like go back to FanDuel. Um, mm-hmm. And I told you guys like I play NBA DFS, which is off to a pretty <laughs> awesome start so far tonight, and like. I just like the way FanDuel does it better on their on their um, NBA DFS. So again, like I always just kind of go back to FanDuel. Um, so that's a whole different uh, whole different story. Yeah. So do you play every night NBA? I try, but it's hard because lock is around seven o'clock. My daughters go to bed, you know, between seven and seven thirty, and so my wife isn't a fan of me like breaking away for that like fifteen yeah. minutes, and I have to do it. Um, so I try and pick a couple nights a week where like this is the first night of the week. So our first night, big night of the season. Like I played last night. I had a free roll on FanDuel. Um, actually hit it pretty big. Um, decently big, like nothing crazy, but like enough where I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, this will this can at least fund me for about NBA tomorrow night. Nice. And it was the first, like, you know, it was 11 games tonight. So I was like, you know what? Let's, uh, let's just throw the whole thing on there and have some fun. And right now it's absolutely smashing. So, nice. um, yeah, I got the D. I got NBA on the, on the background. That's why you kind of see me like. I don't, I don't know why you didn't way. send me your lineup so I could play it. But, you know. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I, I said NBA. I said, I go, guys, NBA DFS is back. And Josh is like, NBA sucks. I'm like, all right, I'll yeah. take I'm not going to lie. I, I don't watch NBA, but 
I'll play DFS. <laughs> if you give me your lineup, I'll follow you. So here's what I'll tell you: uh, NBA, and again, this is um, you know we'll, we'll get to D- we'll get to DraftKings in a second. NBA DFS in the long run is significantly more profitable than NFL DFS because NBA is like significantly more data driven. Um, so like I play a little bit lighter the first couple of weeks, like let rotations come together, figure out like points per minute. Cause like, you know, you, you kind of get that all matters. Like a point per minute literally matters and how many minutes someone plays. Um, even referees, like there's some referees that like don't call as many fouls. The games are faster versus guys who call more fouls. Games are slower. So more opportunity, more point. Like, you know, it's, it, it, there's a whole lot more that goes into it, but let's think of it this way, right? You're Damian Harris. You're you follow the ball on the one yard line. You'll get a freaking carry the rest of the season or the rest of the uh, game, right? Bill Belichick, yeah. you're out, dude. Nice try. James Harden can miss his first 15 shots and still shoot the ball 30 more times. Yeah. Like it's 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 actually more predictive uh, yeah. analytics and stats in NBA, especially the longer you go. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, NBA DFS is actually easier to win in the long run, Didn't, but you just have to be careful because it's there's ups and downs, right? Like you're not going to win every mm-hmm. single night. You just got to win more than you lose. Yeah. Did you tell me you were creating some kind of a like analytical thing or like, or I'm do you not want to talk it. about that? No, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, we're working on it. It's hard. Um, yeah. Pulling data from a lot of different sources. We, you know, come up with our own, uh, you know, work with some professionals. We've come up with our own um, kind of our own scoring, um, like uh, projections uh, using nice. some data from other places. It's hard to like pull the data and put it into a model. So um, I've had some like very smart computer guys trying to help me do that and they can figure it out. And like, wow. there's a 0% chance I'll be able to figure it out. So it's very manual <laughs> at the moment. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a little something in the works maybe down the line there for uh, for NBA, but um, nice. yeah. NBA, you know, maybe yeah. if I got into DFS, I could actually stand to watch more than five seconds of a game. <laughs> it's made me want to watch NBA way more, if, you know, if that's... Uh, if that's any correlation or any kind that, of there's listen, a correlation that's, put that that's all fantasy football is and i think i know for a fact that's why the nfl embraces it so much because they know that no one's watching that jaguars versus dolphins game they're not waking up early to watch the jaguars versus dolphins they're waking up early to see Jalen waddle in their fantasy team or trevor lawrence on their fantasy team and that's you know dj chart that's it that's the only reason and they and the nfl knows that and that's all it says because i remember I remember when fantasy first started getting like kind of big. The NFL didn't like it. I don't. I remember there was like pushback a little bit. Like I, I don't. I don't remember exactly what was going on, but I remember they were talking about it a lot. And then all of a sudden they realized, like, wait, this is blowing us up because everyone's watching just because you know we don't care about Cleveland versus Denver on a Thursday night. Yeah. I care about Nick Chubb if he's playing. I care about yeah. you know Jerry Judy if he's playing. Yep, that's, 100%. that's all it's about. Hundred <clears> percent. I'm just watching so. the background. The Knicks just – I'm a Knicks fan. They just freaking uh, tied the Celtics. Marcus Smart had a three-pointer at the buzzer. buzzer. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. Um, all right, so DraftKings. Uh, you know, it's funny. Like, we talk about pricing similarities. Like, there's not massive deltas this week between, like, pricing on the two. Um, like, as a percentage of the overall, um, you know, salary cap. But Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, top two by a pretty wide margin. I'm probably leading LJX because you get a thousand dollar discount there. Uh, Eighty four hundred for match Patrick Mahomes, seventy four hundred for LJX. Um, I think we've seen so far that uh, LJX has actually had a higher ceiling than Mahomes, um, at least so far this year. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm all in on Lamar Jackson on DraftKings this week. 
I do kind of like Jalen Hurts at 6,900. That's pretty cheap for a guy who has been top 12 every single week. Um, do you want to risk the uh, going in the fourth quarter with one point and then he gets like 22 <laughs> points in the fourth? Gosh, I have so- him. <laughs> I have him every. I have him in a several different leagues. And again, I'm I'm a Giants fan living in Philadelphia. So then I'll be like watching a game with some friends and I'll be like, let's fucking go Hurts. And they're like, <laughs> welcome to the dark side. I'm like, no, no, no. I, just, I hope everyone else breaks their ankle. I just want Hurts to like go run for a 60 yard touchdown. Um, no, but I think he, I can't remember if, um, if the, it, it, I know he's the only quarterback who's been top 12 every single week. Every week, yes. He might be the only fantasy player, period who's been top 12 every single week. I thought I heard that. I know for a fact it's quarterback. I thought I heard that he might be the only fans player who's been top 12 every single week. Nah, it's Kelsey's got to be top 12 in their position. No, he had, uh, really? week, two weeks ago he had six points or whatever. Oh, yeah, he wasn't. yes, yes. That's, oh, my gosh. How can I forget? <clears throat> so I yeah. know it's definitely the quarterback. It may, I think it might be overall. Uh, uh, hey, you know, and again, don't pretend sure like six points, six points couldn't get you a top 12 performance at tight end, buddy. It That's true. Happen. Well, I mean, it could. You're right, but it didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, if, if I need to save some money, uh, Jalen hurts at $6,900. Um, I'm uh, pretty, pretty good with that running back. You know, I, again, I have some, uh, value plays more, uh, over there. Um, uh, not paying up big time. So I got, uh, Chuba, um, $6,100. I mean, he's, he is the bell cow. Um, uh, with the Panthers, like he's starting to get running the routes a couple weeks ago. He wasn't running routes. Now he's running all the routes and, uh, I'm big on Shuba. I got Miles Sanders in there again, $5,100. I mean, that's just like insane. He's taken over that backfield. We, we, we touched on him a little bit in FanDuel, but like Gainwell's just an afterthought now. Gainwell was getting a ton of play. Now mm-hmm. Miles Sanders is getting all of the play. And again, like it seems in the second half, he won carrying the first half last week, and then they decided to turn the ball, turn and hand the ball to him, and all of a sudden the offense got like semi-decent. Um, so we're going at a uh, wide receiver. I got uh, Devontae Adams again. Probably the one guy that I'm most scared about, um, you know, breaking the slate. If Sorry, if I go back to running back, I like Darrell Henderson a little bit better on uh, FanDuel, $6,600 um, versus like, you know, $8,000 on – I like him better on DraftKings. Um, $6,600 there? That's crazy. $6,600 on, on DraftKings. I like him better there. Um, Patterson's only 6300 on DraftKings. And, again, is a guy who – a running back who catches a ton of passes. I like that on, on the DraftKings. The full PPR is good there, yeah. Full PPR. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, I like that Sterling Shepard. Sorry, sorry, I'm going back and forth here. Um, but I just call a couple names that are on my list that I forgot to touch on. Wide receivers, we got Devontae Adams again, Devontae and Tyreek, two guys I think can break the slate this week. Um, a little bit harder to fit them both in on uh, DraftKings than it is on FanDuel. So I'm going to go with Devontae Adams uh, against Washington. Uh, Sterling Shepard here currently is my second uh, wide receiver. Doesn't look like Tony's going to play. Um, they're talking no IR with Tony, so that leads me to believe when someone says we don't think we're putting one they are, it doesn't lead me to believe he's going to be playing this week. It leads me to believe that he's heard enough that they're he's actually going to be out for a week or two. I, yeah, he's yeah. heard enough that they're thinking about the IR. So um, I guess Stone Shepard, he's just a target monster in that offense, especially when Tony's gone. Um, and, yeah, it's not like Carolina's, like, really scaring anybody right now. Uh, so And then they just lost their best uh, corner last week. Um that was a couple weeks ago. Um, who was it? They just uh, it was the Titans, oh. right? Farley, right? Uh, I just saw that yep. was a rookie corner. Um, so Shepard and then Amon Ross St. Brown at $4,100. Like he's so cheap, and he's like, he's also a PPR monster. He's getting like six, seven catches. Like he could he's literally getting, double his well, he I'm saying double he's getting, just on catches. 
Eight, yeah, he's getting eight targets a game in the past three weeks. Um, yeah, I love him. He was one of my loves this week. I was going to put him on my start of the week, and I'm like, I don't want Dave yelling at me for this right now. <laughs> but if you're in trouble and like, and you know, it's bipocalypse. I'm on St. Brown as much as I don't want to admit it. He's been solid. Yeah, I mean, again, forty one hundred dollars. That's like a free square uh, a wide receiver. And again, like. He could legitimately double his, double his price just on catches. So anything gets you on yards and any potential touchdowns is just complete gravy there. So uh, that's my third wide receiver. Going back to the rookie Seals Jones well on uh, DraftKings, still $3,700. Like no why? Respect. Why? <laughs> like, yeah, why is he not going row. up? Two weeks in mm-hmm. a row. Um, you know, don't complain I about don't it. I mean, that's awesome. I'm not. It's that, That's just free, easy, uh, low-cost production there. Um I mean, obviously, I don't think Ricky Seals Jones is so good that, like, you know, we're all salivating over him. But at thirty seven hundred dollars, love Ricky Seals Jones on DraftKings because you look at everyone else. Like Goddard's forty six hundred. That's still pretty cheap. I like that a lot too. Uh, Andrews at six. No thanks. Way too far out. Kelsey seventy six hundred. Trying to find um, where's Waller? Me- yeah, so I'm trying to find Waller on here. Sixty seven hundred dollars. Um, so I mean, we're looking three thousand dollars more than Ricky Seals Jones. I thought three thousand dollars can go a long way elsewhere. So for me, it's kind of Ricky Seals Jones, unless you really want to pay up. It's Ricky Seals Jones or Kelsey this week. There's really no in between for me. Um, Flex, I got DeAndre Swift. So guys, just getting like a monster, monster uh, ton of targets. Yeah, a ton of targets. They're playing the Rams, so you know that uh, golf is probably going to get blown out. You're going to get blown out, and Goff is going to try and, like, will them to victory, and so he's going to dunk the ball down to Swift the entire time in his revenge game. So I kind of think Swift – it's 6000 again. Like, that almost seems like a pricing error. Uh, yeah. He's cheaper yeah. than Daryl Henderson. Like, I don't – and Patterson, like, the, and Chuba Hubbard. He's, he's literally cheaper than Chuba Hubbard. Wow. I don't understand how that – like, these algorithms surprise me. The upside, they, they surprise me the downside. But Swift is about as close to a lock as you're going to get on DraftKings this week. He might be 100% owned on uh, on DraftKings. He's and then literally uh, six thousand. He could literally two x that just on receiving yards and catches. I'm just looking at his game logs right now. Like seventeen seven last week, twenty two dot four. He had a clunker against the Bears at eight dot seven, eight dot nine, but then twenty three dot seven. Like. Three of the last four games, he's absolutely smashed at six thousand. Like, yeah, he somehow he scored seventeen point seven and dropped in price. Um, so I riddle me that, but um, yeah, Swift is probably as close to a lock as you can get on DraftKings this week. Um, and then defense, like I don't, you know, as we know, my philosophy is spend as little as possible for the most functional defense. Arizona at thirty one hundred dollars. They're just mispriced. They're not even the most expensive defense on there. And Tampa Bay is against Chicago at four thousand. There's some others like they're cheaper. I mean, you look at like um, where are the Giants on there twenty five hundred, six hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, I like that. <clears throat> if I need the money, if I need the six hundred dollars, but like I don't at the moment because I kind of like the rest of the plays. Like if I want to go up from miles somewhere else, I'll probably look to save some money um, on the defense to see what's out there for fifty seven hundred dollars uh, at running back, but. Yeah, $3,100 against Houston on uh, Davis Mills. Give me all that every day. Yeah, that's that's amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to say, we, we we glossed by the revenge game. It's a double revenge game. They're both going against each other. Oh, awesome. yeah, Stafford. <laughs> it's true. That's true. 
So then do we like Daryl Henderson then? So, you know, we, we like in those wide receivers is Cooper Cup all of a sudden something we like a lot more now because he could be the beneficiary of the Stafford revenge game. Gosh, it's been so crazy with Cooper Cup. It's like he forgets about Robert Woods. He forgets about him. It doesn't make sense to me, but uh, I guess Cooper Cup owners love it. They've just traded him away in the dynasty. Bastard. Trade, I traded, traded Cooper every, Cup? I, I traded everybody. My team was – listen, my team was – I won the league last year. I probably could have competed, but there was a couple teams that are stacked. And I looked at my team. This is what you have to do with Dynasty League, in case you're, you're wondering, not you, everybody. I realized, <laughs> listen, I could probably make a run. Maybe I get lucky in the playoffs. But the reality is I'm probably going to make the playoffs as like a five or six seed, losing the first round, blah. Next year, my guys are just older. So I made the executive decision to rebuild, traded everybody away, loaded up on picks and young players, and it's listen. If you're if you're in a dynasty league, you don't want to be in the middle. You want to just suck it up, take your lumps, rebuild it, get it going again, or be at the top. If you're in the middle, you're in the worst spot. So just know that now. And I was in the middle. I didn't like it. Like I said, I could have competed. Maybe I'd have got lucky in one game or two. I mean, I had a good enough team. I had some guys that could have went on a run, but I just didn't trust it. So I said, no, nope, time to get rid of everybody. Let's start over. So I did the same thing. Literally same thing. I traded Devontae Adams, Kelsey. Uh, who else? Antonio Gibson. Like I traded now. I got four first round picks in 2022. I have three nice. in 2023. Um, with like a solid, like, you know, I got DJ Moore, Javante Williams, um, and Tyreek Hill is at least like, you know, guys to I can build around going forward. So with all yeah, I picks. traded, I traded Diggs, I traded Cup, I traded Zeke. I mean, there was somebody wow. else I traded, but I got back guys like Dobbins that are hurt, uh, at ETN. I got back um, someone, a couple of young receivers, Rondell Moore, Elijah Moore. I think I, you know, I got a bunch of picks loaded. Like, so I got a lot of young talent and some picks, and that's we're gonna see what happens. So that's, that's smart, the, though. Yeah, and yeah. I did the total opposite this morning and built <laughs> for a championship run. Because I, I like it. Great. I love it. I love yeah. seeing teams going after it. I've seen teams just sit on themselves, and I and I'm like, you're not helping yourself. Like, just go for it, man. Like, what's that What's that late first-round pick going to do for you that you don't want to trade, that you want to save so bad? Well, here's the well, thing. Well, you're going to finish fourth? If, Congratulations. Yeah, if, if you're in the playoffs, you're <clears throat> obviously in the bottom half of the draft or you're in the, you know, you're picking at 10, 11, 12. Dude, how often do those guys hit in Dynasty rookie leagues? Not all, like, the the hit rate's not high. It, Trey Sermon, look at this guy, right? Yeah. So go get your go get your Stephon Diggs. Go get your guys. That's what I did. I got I went I went out and got Stephon Diggs. I traded I uh, traded away Davis Mills somehow for fucking Ron Ramondre <laughs> Stevenson in a second. Like that was crazy to me. Like okay, and I traded two seconds for Melvin Gordon and Hunter Henry. Like more depth. Like I just knew I had a team that can go there. I have CMC. I have Mahomes, and I have a bunch of stud receivers. I had to go make a move. So I, like I can it. ask you guys a question. Um, I'm in uh, that league with Marco, your boy Marco, and uh, my team. I literally we have two IR spots. I have eight IR eligible players at the moment, so my team is actually <laughs> very good. Like I have like Russell Wilson, Joe Burrow, Zeke, uh, Alvin Kamara. Like my team is good, but like all my wide receivers, I had like Landry, Juju. Um, Trying to think, like I, I, so many wide receivers that probably. are on IR. I had Logan Thomas. I had Kittle, I think. Like, my, my team was just a walking IR. And uh, so I'm like, you know, let me just start to sell. So Marco hits me up. I, I'd say throw out Robert Woods. This is someone that, like, you know, could probably help a contender. Yeah. And he's like, 
And Marco's actually number one in the league right now, undefeated, top point scores. So he's feeling himself. And uh, he's like, I'll give you a two for Woods, second round pick. I knew that's I knew that's what he was going to offer before you. And I was like, I was like, sorry, dude. I was like, I'm picturing you as someone who's going to go far. So this is going to be a very late second round pick. Like I have zero interest in that. I was like, I would probably need a first meet in order to move Woods, only because it's going to be towards the back end of the. Yeah. Uh, and he, like he should, if I was him, I would pay it because he has Stafford. He's got two. He's got like Debo and like one other good receiver, and then he's got shit. So like Woods would be an excellent wide receiver three for him, and he's got the Stafford stack. Um, yeah, like he should pay it, but he's like, I'll give you a two and a three. I'm like, dude, what do picks twenty four and thirty six do for me in a rookie only dynasty draft? I'm gonna get yeah. throwing darts. I'd rather just keep Woods at that point. He it's, it's, uh, he should it's, dealing with him is impossible. Okay. I was gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you that dealing with him is like, and I know we're recording, we're live, but dealing with him <laughs> is like uh, dealing with the dumbest person in your league. But he's not the dumbest. He just he'll be like, but he thinks oh, he's the smartest. Yeah, he's, oh, he he he's admitted that he thinks he's smarter than me and Dave. He he knows he is actually. He knows he's not smarter than me. No, he doesn't. He knows better than that. <laughs> anyway, I dealt with him this morning. I got digs from him in the league, and I think Dave says I overpaid, which I probably did. You did. I traded a first, a second, and Debo Samuel for Stephon Diggs. That's too much. Ooh, that's I know it's too much. I know it's a lot. But with my team, and if I add Diggs with McLaurin and all my other receivers, Antonio Brown, and then I already have CMC and Javante Williams, and I already have fucking Sam Donald and Patrick Mahomes. Okay. All I'm saying is I looked at your team, and I immediately I saw what you should have done. I told you. I know. You should have you should have given him Marshall instead of Debo. Debo is balling. So you keep him. You trade. You trade Marshall. He's probably gonna still accept it because he's not getting that first round pick still. And I think your team's better off this year. And and long term, Debo is gonna be fine. I mean, I, I still like Marshall, but um, the, the it's thing, whatever. The thing is with Marco Finn is you gotta go in hard with him. Like just just go here. This is this is what I'm gonna fucking offer you. Take it or not. Like take it or leave it. So I told him I was like, it's a one or nothing because you're gonna be a back end one. I was like, maybe if you were a shitty team and it was a higher two, I'd be open like slightly. Yeah. But- or if he had yeah. someone else's pick, like a high second round. Or, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Look at his team and see if he's got, like, a young – like a Brandon Ayuk that maybe he'll trade while he's down. Like, I don't know how much you love him. You know, and then add a second round pick. Or this is yeah. what I always do. This is what I do when I'm – so this is what I do when I'm looking for trades. And if I'm at the top and I'm looking for – I go to the bottom team and I look and see who they have that – dude, that guy can't help you. Like, he's just – he's wasting on your bench. Let me get – I saw – I can see a team that's, that sucks, but they got CMC. He's the only good player. I'll go try to get him, and I'll just work my way up the standings. And then the opposite is what I did whenever I was rebuilding. I said I went to the top, went right to the top. I said, oh, you, I have these guys. You have a – look for young players. Oh, that guy, I want him, and I want to pick. Put them together. Boom. You make deals. That's how I do it. Listen to the goat. <laughs> getting, getting goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps. All right, before, before we head out because we are getting our late, how much money did you guys put on Kyle Pitts? Because it's about to clear overnight, and I really need. To I can tell you, I put less than what Knox went for, so I'm not getting him. So you would put less for less than what? I put less on him than what Knox went for, so I'm not going to get him. I'm between Knox and Waller. Knox went Knox for a hundred, hundred and one, and he's broke his. Did not uh, and he's on a buy. Yeah, that w- he went for way too much. I got Josh. I mean, Allen he's for been like good. Nothing but... in that league. I was shocked. Oh, dude! So I was looking at. I put Josh Allen for one hundred and sixty some dollars, and then I'm like, "What? He's when he's on a buy." And I got Herbert. I said, "I don't want that that hassle of trying to decide who to start every week." I yeah. said, "Thank God I took it off because yeah, I would have had him on my team, but I don't need him." And I, I, I 
you got a really good price on a top three quarterback. And that I got was Saquon really for like two hundred too. It wasn't even. And you much. know what? I put like one hundred and ninety nine on Saquon, and you got him for like two twenty or something like that. Yeah, it wasn't. And a I lot. was like, oh, I kind of wanted him. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of wanted yeah. him. I got, I got, so yeah, that was a good price. That was a good price. Saquon, and I, I mean, especially if he plays like this week or next week, that's a great price. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, once Kittle comes back, like I'm, my wide receivers are stacked there, so I wasn't going as hard after the wide receivers, but I needed a quarterback because I got Heineke as my quarterback at the moment. Yeah, um, that's safe, oh, man. Okay. You got a good deal on that, man. You yeah. got a great deal on Josh Allen. I, so, I can't believe I didn't put a bit over a hundred on anyone because I felt like my team could. Go the next week. I'm I'm just that stupid guy. Like I'm gonna risk it. I'm gonna risk it. Like, I've been well, doing I, that all year, all you year. Have the most money. I have a thousand. You have like nine hundred ninety-five. I got like nine sixty or something. But yeah, I know I'm close to whatever it is. Yeah, the only guys what? I bid on. I mean, my my money's gone to Saquon, Josh Allen, and um, Kittle. So like, all three of those guys are you know top of their position when they're healthy. So if I can yeah. make it a week or two, I uh, yeah. I'm hoping that you know. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of wanted Saquon or Ridley because I mostly wanted Ridley because I, I kind of need one more. Like my lineup, I got no Cook this week and I got no Herbert. So I'm a little bit worried about like, can I squeeze by? Like what? This is going to, it's going to cost me because it did it before. It's going to cost me. I'm going to get, I'm going to get squeezed out by like, I'm like ah, I should have made that move. So I hope it doesn't hurt me, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to, trying to make a deal. We'll see what happens. All right. All right it is what it is. Um, enough of our little, league talk so let's get out of here thanks for uh, joining us dave that was awesome finn that was awesome let's make some money um and again follow us because there will be some lineup changes on that dfs lineup man all right we're out of here peace i thought you were talking about halloween what happened with that halloween